welcome to the cannabis data science meetup the finest place to be on a thursday afternoon going to learn about a bunch of cool statistics this is really really exciting material today i really couldn't be more excited to share this material with you you're really in for a treat today what am i going to be sharing with you well the emerald cup is just around the corner the 20th year of the emerald cup this is a big deal i'll be telling you about that have statistics lab results from entries into the emerald cup these will be exciting to look at and give us the opportunity to push the frontier for amazingly both data science and the cannabis industry this is a huge step forward just wait this is really really exciting this could be the best cannabis data science meetup that's ever been so thank you for joining it's going to be epic so so let me just make sure everything's in order and then we'll get off to the races we're live on linkedin feel free to drop your thoughts ideas questions anything you want to say into the comments and we'll do our best to look at your comments and answer any of your questions and also welcoming my co-hosts or the other intrepid cannabis data science meetup members candace and yasha khan and a new member today d henderson so we've got a really good panel today and even better data so that's what you're in store for i'll just go ahead and get straight to everything because why why wait around when there's such cool material once again linkedin leave your best ideas in the comments because this is going to be wild and then for those of you who are super super interested in following along check out the cannabis data science repository and in the episode dev branch you'll find all the latest and greatest code we've really covered a lot of ground as i've mentioned this is i want to say we've got what is it two years under our belt moving into our third analyzing cannabis data and not only do we have a bunch of awesome statistical tools not only have we amassed perhaps some of the largest data sets of cannabis data that exist. We've now begun pushing the frontier and calculating statistics no one's calculated before. And what whether they're, you know, dragging with their, you know, tooth nail and claw or whatever, however you can say it, we're, we're, trying to to push things forward and i think anyone who attended the seminars at mj bizcon can do attest to that especially if you attended the science symposiums that especially some of the work like some of these awesome people here like yasha khan are doing as far as analyzing lab results sometimes it's quiet on the frontier but there's big things that follow 
speaking of frontier, let's just go ahead and get straight to it. One of the frontiers of America, which has left itself prime for growing cannabis, partially because it's so remote and partially because it's beautiful weather for growing cannabis, the Emerald Triangle has historically and to the current day been known for, is known for producing the top-notch cannabis. When you think of some of the most famous strains out there, I would say there's a good chance they originated here in the Emerald Triangle. Know very little about it. As awesome Dr. Ruth Fisher pointed out last week, the data is sparse, if existent at all, oftentimes missing, or what we've actually found is hiding or just in odd places where you just have to be clever to look so where persistent is the best word and super interested in this data and of course we've gone about say just saying oh hey california mind if we look at the lab results um they're you know under lock and key but that's okay we've been fortunate to see some published by producers and distributors who want to get their lab results out there they say hey look at our look at our products we're proud of these we are proud of our strains we're proud of our genetics we're proud of our hemotypes check them out and some of my favorite producers are now publishing their lab results on their website and we always love to look at those so that brings us to the the emerald cup of 2024. this is what's going to be happening this year in may the cultivators of the Emerald Triangle are going to be bringing their latest and greatest strains that they've worked meticulously and, you know, as hard as can be to, to breed. And I'm thinking that they were probably just harvested this past year, or perhaps they're just about to be cut down and harvested just in time for the cup. But this is going to be really cool. So just to, to show you some of the data, in, instead of just giving a, a highfalutin talk about it, let's, let's actually look at some of this data here, because that's what we're all about. So here are the 2022 winners. Here are the 2023 winners. And of course, we'll want to know who are the 2024 winners. So we're old enough here. So really cool. They have it, the competition broken down by various categories. You've got your sun-grown flower, lemon sponge cake winning in 2022, and then double OG Chem winning in 2023. Well, you know us. We're data hounds. 
that's what we're all about and what i noticed straight off the bat is we've got some data here we actually have rating data so wait till the end because there's going to be a big reveal about just how useful this data is incredibly useful i just want to point it out now this is going to be as they say you know the the pistol sitting on the mantle please <laughs> so think just remember these ratings but we've got ratings for all these different types of flowers they even are doing pre-rolls concentrates cartridges more, more solventless and uh the the above i think were non-solvent concentrates perhaps topicals edibles you name it scroll all the way down to the bottom and this is actually what really caught my eye check this out this these these statistics are readily calculable right we love statistics so highest terpene content that's interesting you know what is it so the mendo crumble one in 2022 and scroll all the way to the bottom but ba, 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 highest terpenes blue unicorn one in what is it uh 2023 well look at this we've actually got uh, this is the the phytofacts report for for this stream and that's where it got me thinking that wait a second you know can we actually get more data because that's what's really really fruitful is we've got one set of data here strain names ranked that's pretty interesting but we can also match it with cannabinoid data Okay. okay. So just let me know if there's any thoughts, comments, and questions. Um, okay, so we're wondering who gathered this data set. So currently I did. So you know, my name's Keegan for those of you who are just turning in. And we've been collecting lab result data here at Canlytics for, as I mentioned, going on two years now. And we're just gathering various tools to to go about this and all we really needed to know is oh these lab results were were tested by you know sc labs so sc labs actually publishes their lab well some producers choose to keep their lab results public others choose to keep them private but for example we can start to see if we can't find lab results for these strains so for example oh here's the most unique flower and basically if we track it back home we can find this pink boost goddess and sure enough this this one was actually for uh 2022 but it was sure enough 
This was the Emerald 2022, Emerald Cup 2022, Pink Boost Goddess. So now we actually know a ton of information about this strain. We, right, we know the cannabinoid content and the terpene content. And check it out. SC Labs tests for a large number of terpenes. I wanted to say I counted 40. Um, don't quote me on that. But there's a lot of terpenes here. That's a lot of information. And so what D. Henderson asked is, you know, well, there's this data sitting there. What do we do about it? Well, check this out. Basically just did like a big search where I just tried to find the various winners of the Emerald Cup and tried to match those with lab results from SC Labs. And I wasn't able to find every single strain but the data set is on GitHub and it's the vast majority, not, it's the majority. You know, I was able to find the majority of the winners and also a bunch of entrants. And this is interesting, super interesting now, because now we now know what strains won, which ones were runners up, you know, which ones ranked well and we also now know a ton of information about each strain you know we know the the cannabinoid content we know the terpene content and there's another piece of data here there's another piece of data bah, 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 here on this digital coa that's right in plain sight. Once again, the flower on the mantelpiece. So wait for it, it's coming up. Okay, so remember I said the total terpene content, that's pretty undisputable, right? You just measure the total terpenes and you take the maximum. Simple enough. So here are all the Emerald Cup entrants that I was able to find lab results for. I am limiting my analysis today to just flower because I had to limit the scope of the analysis or else it would be too broad. So this could be extended to concentrates and edibles and all the other fun categories. So I'd actually encourage you to do that. Just hey, take the code, see where I excluded by type for flower, and change that around, uh, redo my analysis with concentrates, you know, play around with this. But just wanted to double check the statistics because that's one of my favorite things to do is, especially in the cannabis industry, when somebody gives you a statistic, I love to double check it. One, because that's what good scientists do. It's not enough for one person to calculate one statistic once. The whole point of science, 
the scientific process is reproducibility and to iterate, iterate, iterate on these studies. Um, so SC Labs gave us this first estimate here that Ohe Mendo Crumble top terpene content in 2022, Blue Unicorn top terpene content in 2023. We double check that, confirm it, everything checks out. Sure enough, Blue Unicorn is at a staggering, like um, I have a measure of 4.9%. For some reason, I think the one listed on the website's different, but that's the, the one that's on the COA. Um, and once again, double check me, right? I'm fallible, so make sure that I did these statistics correctly. So this is this is big, right? So I think this is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, we wanted to know what's a good measure of, say, maximum terpenes in flower. Well, it's tough when you look at the entire distribution of flower because what's an outlier and what's like the maximum? So one thing I actually like about this is it actually is a pretty level playing field. One would think that SC Labs is measuring all the entrants to the competition as close as, you know, in a similar manner as possible, right? They're probably intentionally trying to be as unbiased as possible when they're, create, when they're making these measurements. So they have the incentive in the right place, right? Because they want to probably keep being the lab for the competition. So in this case, I think they've got a really strong incentive to produce accurate results. So that's awesome. And it's apples to apples. It's basically everybody who entered the competition. Um, you know, there's no like weird sampling stuff going on. So I think it's a it's a good sample. And it's basically... It's not necessarily an unbiased sample because this is everybody's best of their best. So this is basically a sample of everybody's best cannabis. And so if everybody, you know, shows up with their best cannabis, you know, what is what are the total terpenes that we'll be looking at? And I should have calculated the average here. Um, but as you can see, the mode is around two percent the two years are different um like i said i don't have as many data points for 2023 but looking at outliers look there were i think four or maybe five strains that beat the 2022 winner so there were you know i should have labeled them all but blue unicorn of 2023 was better than Mendo Crumble of 2022 by a, a whopping amount. So somehow they were able to really crank up terpenes. Um, to, once again, uh, maybe this person wasn't even in the competition last year, Sanctuary Farms. But anywho, I won't spend too much time on this other than to say that's a pretty interesting distribution of terpenes. So now, it, now, now you know. Don't be frightened. But just to, especially looking at that picture, right? But just to introduce to you a little bit of data science, 
right? Because we can't just all be cannabis. This is a metric that we found and we've used it before under a different name. But the important thing here is this is a way that you can measure diversity of really anything. But what we're interested in are the diversity metrics for cannabis. In specific, the competition has a bracket for the most unique terpene profile. Just going to double check to make sure we're moving along well. Okay, we're moving along super well. There wasn't too much explanation for, you know, what is the most unique terpene profile? Well, once again, we're here calculating statistics and that's actually one that we could approach, you know, what's the most unique? Well, in our case, I would view that as, you know, what's the most diverse chemical profile of say a, a given strain? And so here I just looked at terpenes. So I just calculated a diversity metric for all the different strains in the competition based on the diversity of the terpene concentrations. And I'll show you a, an image of a fingerprint down below in just a second. But what's interesting here is the two winners, the 22 the 2022 winner, Juice Z, and the 2023 winner, Lilac Mints, both fall kind of in the middle of the distribution. The Juice Z is, you know, kind of on the maybe the upper end of the distribution, but they're both, in my opinion, just, I mean, not. Once again, they're the best of the best. But in my opinion, looking at the data, they're they're more just average as far as uniqueness goes for their terpene profile. Whereas, but by this metric, and once again, there's other ways you can do this. There is actually a more sophisticated metric where you can incorporate the complexity of the various terpene molecules, right? Not all of the molecules are the same. So you could actually weight this by the complexity of the specific terpene molecules. So it's possible that, that SC Labs did that and they're, they're using a better measure. So that's always possible. But I just am curious, you know, what was their metric for choosing the most unique terpene profile? Because ours, or at least this metric is predicting oops, is predicting that weighting gain by Glasshouse Farms for 2022 and Strawberry Jam by Fog City Farms for 2023 had actually here they're labeled right here. So those ones were the ones that I found as outliers as far as diverse 
chemical profiles. And I'll zoom in on this. So this is kind of tough to see, but this is the average concentration for all the various terpenes. Um, I'll just show you this one at the bottom. So the average is in green. The winner is in uh, purple. And then the one that I'm saying is the highest diversity is in pink. So you see the one that SE Labs denoted as the winner. It has a lot of, you know, say beta osamine and some citronellol. But um, the one that I'm thinking is the more diverse, it may be because it has just a bunch of different types of terpenes. You see the pink is having detections for, you know, all, all sorts of compounds here, including this one, valencine. Um, kind of the same thing in, in 2022. So it could be that my metric is biased towards number of different compounds and maybe say not taking into consideration as much the concentration so it's not the end-all be-all but i just thought it was interesting that we were predicting different unique terpene profiles just to show you the cannabinoids we agree here. We both agree that the pink boost goddess is the most diverse cannabinoid profile. So now this is super interesting because we have some agreement here. So whatever metric, once again, that SC Labs is using, this metric agrees, which is really cool. So once again, I may have just calculated the terpene metric incorrectly. So I encourage you all to, to double check me on that because it's 100% possible I made a mistake. But the, here's the cannabinoids. And I wanted to go ahead and show you the runners up because Pink Boost Goddess won both years. So I just kind of wanted to see who else was maybe close behind. So, you know, so that way, you know, Emerald Spirit Botanicals knows who may be coming for their throne. And who was in second place? Well, last year was actually this pre-roll, this joyful and present pre-roll by Garden Society. And then uh, the year before it was Mendo Perps. So once again, the, you know, what's in a strain name? Not too sure, but they definitely have different chemical profiles. Any thoughts, comments, questions so far? Because about to introduce something really, really wild and new and interesting. Just feel free to leave your thoughts and comments into the the, the box on LinkedIn. I'll do my best to check it. No promises there. I'll do better at the end. So just feel free to, to drop in your comments. Once again, you can check out the actual cannabinoid profile here. Pink Boost Goddess, 
a staggering amount of THCVA. And you notice there's actually some decarboxylation of THCVA into THCV. And what's kind of noticeable here is the second, this, uh, the runner-up in 2022, Mendo Perps, for some reason had a staggering amount of Delta-9 THC, which is kind of interesting. You know, it could have just been, I don't know, maybe that one, De you know why why did that one strain say decarboxylate so much from thca to delta 9 thc whereas you know the other strains don't um so that one is kind of interesting to me um otherwise you know the big takeaway here is hey you know if you're if you want to upset pink boost goddess you know you're you're gonna have to find a strain that that may knock thcva VA out of the park because look at that that's a whopping eight percent that is wild so that's a you know pretty unique cannabinoid profile right there so this is this is why i was saying that you know they're they're coming up with the latest and greatest strains in the emerald triangle well speaking of the latest and greatest and we've been using all these cool colors here that this is just going to be completely wild. We're going to use color as a metric. It's actually a, a statistic. And it's actually a, a whole field, I'd say, of measurement. So they call it color imagery you know, a color metric. And these have been around for a long time. So this was an inventor from the, you know, the early 1800s here. So want to say, you know, 150, 175 years ago, they were creating these color emitters that were measuring, it sounds like, various forms of red, green, and blue light. Fast forward to the modern day, and this is something that people do, is they measure color. In fact, they measure it like in real time. This is a paper from 2003, where the authors introduced a measure of colorfulness really 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 interesting paper i highly encourage you all to go read it it's short because they back up their theory with empirics they give out a survey asking people to rate the colorfulness of various images and then they create this metric to measure or estimate the colorfulness of an image. And they find an almost 95% correlation between the, the level of colorfulness that their model predicts and the responses in the survey. 
So this is wild. So all they're doing is using red, green, and blue. And they can get a measure of colorfulness. Guess what we have? We have, whoops, we have images. Here's Pink Boost Goddess. It's not exactly pink, but we could say measure how colorful it is. And basically the idea is we take this image. I'm actually going to cut it out if you care. Um, because there's this uh, watermark here. So part of the process is actually cutting out this image. So we cut it out. And then you look at every pixel of this image. And you say, okay, this pixel's green. This pixel's yellow. This pixel's orange. This pixel's a little bit purple. And you can say, determine how bright a color, I mean, uh, an image is. And we do exactly that. So here it is. So if you actually take a colorfulness score for all the entrance into the Emerald Cup, then in 2022, rainbow belts was the most colorful strain. And then in 2023, orange cream pop was the most colorful strain. And you could actually rank all of the strains in the competition by their colorfulness. And We've actually done exactly that. So, drum roll. Blah, blah, blah. We've got the five most colorful strains of the Emerald Cup from 2022. And it's kind of wild that the number one is Rainbow Belts. So, that one is actually amply named. It's colorful. It's Rainbow Belts is a good name. Then you've got Summer Punch, Jelly Runts, Three Kings, and Orange Pop. For 2022 is Colorful Strains. And then you have 2023. Look, lo and behold, and I think I actually have, because the emerald i mean because pink boost won i think two awards i actually have them in the data set twice um so there's a double entry here but look at this pink boost goddess not only does it have the most unique cannabinoid profile but it's also the most colorful strain of 2023 i mean that that's wild in my opinion i mean who would have thought that pink boost goddess would take home 
another award. They're taking home another cup. And then orange cream pop showing back up. You've got Nafishish showing up. And you've got Tropical Purple Kush showing up. And now that got me thinking. Purple Kush. Purple Kush. And then it got the wildest remark the other day popped into my mind. I heard somebody talking and they said, you know, at the end of the day, all you know, all, you know, it's either, you know, all weed is purple or, you know, no weed's purple. Or I, I forget how the, the, their comment went. They they phrased it in a much funnier way than I. But it got me thinking that, you know, there's a chance that there is a little purple in every strain. Maybe, maybe not. But there's definitely R, G, and B in every pixel of the image of the strain and i think this is novel prove me wrong go find someone who has already defined and calculated this metric it's very possible somebody has done it in fact it's highly likely given the the explosion of scientific research but I didn't see anyone who has done this metric before, um, and I think it's new, and I think this is really cool. There was a metric for colorfulness. Well, in a tongue-in-cheek manner, I actually did ask ChatGPT, so ChatGPT may technically be the inventor of this formula. But I asked, you know, is there a formula or a function that you could use to estimate the purpleness of a particular image? You know, how, you know, how purple is purple? And once again, you would do it by pixel. So pixel by pixel, how purple is each pixel? And then basically take an average. So the the idea behind this is what's the average color of a given photo of a flower and then what degree of purple is that and basically i also asked you know what's maximum purple and so maximum purple as far as the computer is concerned is a hundred percent red 100% blue no green and that's what the computer thinks of when it thinks of pure purple and it's this really bright obnoxious purple i know so i'll i'll try to get this off the screen before too long same with the green so that's basically the opposite so it's the opposite of purple well that would be no red no blue 100% green in the cannabis industry that's what we're all about right 100% green but people love their purple too so long story short is that's sort of the, the polar extremes so it's basically you've got this green flower 
and some people are seeking purple which is basically going to be the exact opposite of green and i'll leave this to the botanists and biologists and chemists but just a, a brief understanding actually i don't even have the briefest of understanding of how people go about create uh, making purple strains but part of me thinks it's got to do something with uh, getting that chlorophyll out there but leave it you leave someone someone watching definitely knows better than i so to educate us put it put put it in the comments tell us how people go about creating or breeding and growing purple strains because we can measure them we now have a measure of purpleness how wild is that we can actually measure how purple your flower is i mean i don't know about you but that's groundbreakingly wild and look it kind of works not kind of i think it works so here i made a purpleness score for all the strains that were entered into the emerald cup in 2022 and 2023 and then i just picked the most purple strain and look at this in 2022 here i'll zoom whoops i'll zoom in on this in 2022 the most purple strain was silver sasquatch or silver squatch by paula job and sure enough it's not like that like purple purple but i mean that's purple cannabis right there folks and if you weren't convinced in 2023 blue meringue by flow gardens wins most purple flower and folks that's purple cannabis right there that's wild so in 2023 that was the most purple flower quantifiably based on its image that was entered into the emerald cup once again maybe somebody else could take a better image maybe the camera the shutter was off a little bit so there's a million and one things that could have gone wrong but all we have is an image of every single strain we're going under the assumption that sc labs approach this in an unbiased manner they're just picking out you know nugs in an unbiased way and taking pictures of them in you know perfectly standardized way because that actually matters a lot because we're looking at the colors of the images but i think it works and just to kind of show you because you know one measurement's not enough you know here are the top five most purple strains of 2022 and you've got this number 26 by canna country farms which is super super purple 
but it does get beaten out. And so that's where this, you know, algorithm slash function may be fallible because it's remember maximizing for that really, really light neon purple. And so this dark purple is not going to register as like purple purple. So you could kind of fiddle around with the formula and perhaps try to target a, you know, what a cannabis consumer may think of as purple purple. So there's still room for improvement here, but I think this is really, really cool because we now have basically a list of hundreds of strains, right? I want to say there was 300 plus flower entries in 2022 and i want to say i don't have as much data for 2023 for some reason but i have about 170 flower entrants in 2023 and so you basically the only other way to figure out what's the most purple strain would just be to go through every single coa and look at it and just say yeah that one's pretty purple yeah that one's pretty purple or no, that one's green. <laughs> so you would have to just basically do it visually to hire a human to do it. But now in seconds, in milliseconds, it actually, it, it actually takes seconds. It takes a little while to look at the image and, uh, and calculate a purple score, but definitely in seconds, you can get a measure of purpleness for your flower you can compare it to a bunch of different strains and you can find out just how purple your strain is. I wanted to include this one here. You may see this outlier here in 2023. For one reason or the other, this batter got mixed in with the flower. For some reason, it's coded as flower in the data. But I left it in because this is kind of a nice demonstration of that's basically the color purple that the function is maximizing for. And say a flower like this is not going to register nearly as high in purple as that. One, because it's not as bright. And you have to keep in mind, there's tons of other colors in this strain right you've got greens you've got reds you've got like black where it's just there's not much light penetrating the folds of this nug so there's a lot going in here you know you're not just going to have like some neon purple nug but it's i think it's cool because you can you know find some 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 hidden gems in there you know some strains it's obvious from their name blue meringue but you know who would have ever thought that you know abacus diesel was registering as purple or mendo breath now you know okay how, how are we doing on time okay it's almost time to pause for the cause so if anyone's got any thoughts, comments, questions, now may be the time because we can flip this on its head. 
So this is the Canlytics Green Green Award, where we just found the most purple strain. So now we can just flip it over, right? So this is the purpleness score. So we just want to find the strain with the lowest purpleness score. And then that is actually going to be the most green cannabis. You know, it's just kind of wild, right? Because remember, we were looking earlier that what's the opposite of purple? It's green. And these are the greenest cannabis strains. You've got 2022, the most green flower. The Green Green Award by Canlytics goes to Jelly Runts by Humboldt Seed Company. And drum roll, the winner of 2023 Canlytics Green Green Award is the Double OG Cab by Colin Turfs. And we'll pause for the cause. It's 420 Pacific Time. So everybody can give a, a round of applause, a quick puff of celebration for the greenest flower of 2023, Double OG Chem, and the most purple flower of 2023, the Bloomerang Hemp. And the other wild note to point out about this, and then I'll bring this home, is that the double OG chem, remember, was rated by the judges of the Emerald Cup as the best sun-grown flower of the 2023 Emerald Cup. It's emerald. It's green. That's... I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know how life keeps serving up these remarkable coincidences. But look, I mean, think about that. It's the Emerald Cup. You had the best cannabis connoisseurs in the perhaps world come together and vote on what is going to be their favorite cannabis strain out of all of the participants it just so happens that the one they chose was the greenest quantifiably with statistics an image remember they say a picture is worth a thousand words this picture the most green cannabis predicts the winner of the sun-grown flower. It may be a complete coincidence, but there could be something to that. You know, what, what are we missing here? You know, are we really missing a lot when we don't even look? at the cannabis. Remember, we were talking about how important smell is. The, that was the theme of 2023 is, hey, don't forget about the aroma 
of cannabis. We were sounding that trumpet. Well, now going to sound the trumpet of how your cannabis looks is also mightily important. This is maybe a step in the direction of quantifying bag appeal. That's something that you'll hear people talk about is, hey, this flower, it sells for a bit more because it has bag appeal. Well, I've started to hear things about people say measuring the size of trichomes. There's so much opportunity here. Can you use this image? And maybe we've already said how green it is or how purple it is. Could you maybe quantify, I don't know, how white it is or something like that? Because maybe trichomes are white and you would want to try to maximize the one that has the most trichomes. I'm not certain. Or maybe there's other clever ways you could go about measuring that. But what if we're just completely counting out how the cannabis looks? And there may not be too, too much into this. So at the end of the day, we can at least have fun with it and say, oh, what's the greenest green? What's the most purple purple? And, and here they are. So maybe Humboldt Seed Company, they may want to promote that. Maybe there's other things they can promote. But it's just interesting that some of these strains keep cropping up as you know topping the lists so the double og chem and so where am i going with all of this well now that you have a pocket full of data remember we've basically taken or borrowed for scientific purposes the data that was kindly provided by the emerald cup so the Emerald Cup kindly provided the ratings of all the strains. And then both SC Labs plus the distributors kindly provided the lab results for these strains. And they also kindly provided an image of these strains. And what we can do, which is a, a curious exercise, is we could use all of this data, and this is going to be my challenge to you. I'll undertake the challenge myself because I love to practice what I preach. And we can rendezvous again next week and see what we were able to come up with. And this could be one of the most interesting, useful, valuable, profitable statistical models that we may ever make. Because what can we do? We have chemical data and we also have image data and we know the winners of these competitions. So, we don't know, say, if they were 
scoring these all on a say continuous distribution from zero to 100 you know we don't know the precise score that the judges gave each one of these all we observe is the winners well guess what if we observe the rank of these strains and we also that's why sorry to dump all this math on you but don't be don't be scared because i was <laughs> it's it's a lot statistics is a lot to soak in and it's all about exposure seeing these things over and over and over again so for those of you who are new to statistics this is the most simple statistical model that people regularly use the classic regression model and you'll see this over and over and over again and it's nothing fancy it's basically saying that hey we've got some variable that we're interested in why and we want to find out the relationship between that and various variables x and what are our variables they could be anything under the sun in this case i recommend we use chemical data what if we use cannabinoid data what if we use terpene data what if we use colorfulness data and you predict the relationship between those variables and then the variable you're interested in and so in this case what we're interested in is how well does a strain score and so long story short is we observe how the judges rated them and we can basically build a model that uses the chemical data to predict how well a strain scores thus its rank so i'm still digesting this myself i encourage you all to look up the ordered probit model ask chat gpt about it try to do it on your own find the data on github and use that because what i think we can do is build a model now listen to this that we can train it with the winners and entrants of the 2022 in 2023 emerald cup and then you could use that to predict given the lab results of all the entrants into the 2024 emerald cup the winner and that is the challenge of the day of perhaps the year perhaps of a lifetime where can you predict what strain people are going to love and what if you could do that with its lab results now that would be wild right so then if you wanted to say enter the emerald cup you could pick the your strain your cultivar that's going to give you the highest probability 
of winning. So then, you know, you could do a whole bunch of research, trial and error in picking out the right strain. And so not only would that be an awesome statistical tool for entrance of the Emerald Cup, but that could be a good tool for anyone who grows, sells, or consumes cannabis. Because all you need is X. All you need is the chemical and perhaps image data of your strain. I mean, you could just build your model entirely on image data, where you would literally just take a picture of your strain and it would you would could potentially be able to predict its probability of winning the emerald cup or at least how high it would rank um maybe it would get 99th or 999th place but what if you're a cultivator in Nevada? What if you're a cultivator in Massachusetts or Oregon or Washington or Colorado? And maybe you can't enter the Emerald Cup because, hey, you're not in the Emerald Triangle. It's not feasible, some reason or another. But you're curious how your flower stacks up against the competition. You know, how well does your strain stack up against here, I'll, my most my favorite chart here is uh, this purple chart. So I'll I'll show this one while I'm talking. How well does your strain stack up against the Emerald Cup? Do you have a flower that's more purple than the blue meringue hemp? Do you have a flower that tests at a terpene content? concentration higher than blue unicorn do you have flower that's greener than double og chem do you have flower that's got a more diverse chemical cannabinoid profile than the pink boost goddess do you have a strain that has a terpene profile that's more complex than Glass House Farms Waiting Game or Fog City Farm Strawberry Jam. These are, I think, super interesting metrics. So if you want to enter the Emerald Cup, why don't you do some statistics and see how well you may rank? Maybe you could, you could be the next most unique terpene profile at the competition, right? So Glasshouse Farms, they could be their waiting game. That could be a surprise winner. Strawberry Jam, that may get re-entered and be a surprised winner. You know, the, you know, Juice Z and Lilac Mints, they may be sitting comfortably and little do we know that these strains are coming up quick. So that basically gets to the lessons of the day where 
the first one is by definition the grass is always greener on the other side remember we defined purple and one end of the distribution here i'll show it show it one more time and then i'll get to your questions and get you out of here to enjoy the day oops remember green is the opposite of purple so by definition it's always greener on the other side so that that's that's really really cool and then the other one which is kind of funny is sometimes playing the waiting game works so well others don't realize how far ahead you are in that no one even realizes that the waiting game and uh, I can't remember the other one um, for some reason. Uh, uh, anyways. Oh, yes, the strawberry jam. <laughs> People don't even realize that those actually have super unique terpene profiles. The judges are sleeping on them. Whether they end up winning the con the competition eh, who knows but they may be appealing to consumers so that's that's kind of where i'm going to leave this one with you is try to have some fun with this one you know measure the purpleness of your flower measure the greenness of your flower measure the cannabinoid profiles and the terpene profiles in the diversity of chemicals in your flower and products see how it stacks up to the best of the best in the country and hey you may want to consider entering the emerald cup yourself on that note would love to field any questions comments hear anything at all from the audience just let me know is there a prize everybody wants to know i'll have to think about that there may be a prize for the 2024 winners it's hard to say award a prize for the competition that's already taken place, but there may be a winner for the Canlytics most purple flower and the Canlytics most green flower of the Emerald Cup for 2024. So enter the competition, get your lab results tested with SC Labs or whoever's doing the testing. Make sure your lab results are public. We can analyze them and see where various companies rank. On that note, want to give you all a huge thank you for making this happen. I was thrilled with th this these discoveries. Was thrilled to discover the 
the rating data by the Emerald Cup. Was thrilled to discover SC Labs results. Was thrilled to discover these measures for chemical diversity and colorfulness. I think it was a day full of discoveries. I hope you discovered something that you found useful, maybe something you found quite valuable. If you found this valuable, then check out canlytics.com and also think about donating. Canlytics.com forward slash donate. Every dollar goes miles and miles and miles towards helping us advance cannabis science. Every day we're at it, advancing cannabis science at least one molecule at a time. If you want to help, tune in to the Cannabis Data Science Meetup each week. Every Thursday, 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be here advancing cannabis science, at least talking about cannabis and data. Tune, up, tune in, put your best thoughts, comments, questions into the chat box. Be in touch during the week. You're always welcome to come here and share any groundbreaking research that you may want to present. Always feel free to be in touch and come and present your latest and greatest work. On that note, want to give you a huge round of applause, a huge thank you. Want to give a huge thank you to the Emerald Cup and SC Labs. Want to give a huge thank you to Candice, Yasha, Caleb, and Dee Henderson for making this happen. Thank you all. Go on, get out of here, and keep advancing cannabis science. Thank you all. Thank you.